Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hello and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find it most anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify. You can find it in Apple Podcasts. You can also find it right there in the WDBO app on demand for free. And you also check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and a.m. 580 in Orlando outside of O-Town Streamus there in the WDBO app. You know, it's interesting. I saw a story recently in the Wall Street Journal highlighting the economic gains that red states have made in the post-pandemic economy. And this is a piece that listed the state of Florida, Texas, and North Carolina as the three states that benefited the most from people's migration away from states like California and New York toward mainly the South. Here's a quote from the article. The pandemic has changed the geography of the American economy. By many measures, red states, those that lean Republican, have recovered faster economically than Democratic-leaning blue ones, with workers and employers moving from the coast to the middle of the country and to Florida. The article goes on to highlight a study by the Brookings Institute, which showed that red states have added 341,000 jobs since February of 2020. Quote, red states have added 341,000 jobs over that time, while blue states were still short 1.3 million jobs as of May. And the article then goes on to say that several high-profile companies, including Citadel and Caterpillar, as businesses that have moved from blue to red states. So it's against this backdrop that Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom, you remember that name, right? The last time you probably heard that name, he was being recalled as the governor of the state of California. Or maybe, maybe it was the time he was having dinner with lobbyists at one of the swankiest restaurants in the country there in Napa Valley, unmasked, by the way, during the pandemic. That same Gavin Newsom is making news here in Florida with a six-figure television ad buy here in the Sunshine State. Newsom is targeting Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other Florida Republicans. Here's an excerpt from one of the ads. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Okay, so there you go. Gavin Newsom says freedom is under attack in the state of Florida. Really, Gavin? 
the most free state in the union during the two-plus-year pandemic, and this guy has the onions. He's got the onions to say that we are losing our freedom here in Florida. Hey, Gavin, take that big old plank out of your eye before you can remove the speck from your brother's eye, okay, pal? Gavin Newsom is absolutely delusional. So the question is, why? Okay, why is Gavin Newsom spending six figures in punching up at Ron DeSantis with these TV ads here in Florida? Is Gavin Newsom thinking about running for president against Ron DeSantis in the future? It's always fun having UCF political science professor Aubrey Jewett on the Inez Says podcast. I ask Aubrey point blank, why in the world would Gavin Newsom attack Ron DeSantis in his own state? Well, I think, you know, probably for a couple of reasons. One, to raise his own national political profile, because by attacking DeSantis and sort of escalating the feud between California and Florida, he realized he'd get a lot of press, a lot of national attention. And so I think that's part of it. And then, you know, the other part of it is, as a Democrat, they have been dispirited over the past year or so. Biden's approval ratings are low, and DeSantis seems like he is the up-and-comer on the Republican side, particularly if Trump doesn't run. And so I think this is DeSantis trying to get in some early licks, right? Why wait until it's 2024? Start, start attacking now and making some press. So is Gavin Newsom going to run for president here? Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm I'm not as sure of that as I am of Ron DeSantis. <laughs> right, right. Despite, yeah. despite Governor DeSantis, you know, never saying he's going to run, it, that, that it seems likely that DeSantis will. I, I guess there's still a possibility if, if Trump does that he would not, but I, I'm not sure about that. But yeah, on on the Democratic side, certainly I'd put Newsom right up there. Hmm. If um, you know, again, if Biden doesn't run. Uh, he would be up there with Kamala Harris and a few others. And, and again, th- I think this ad is one of the ways that Newsom is trying to increase his visibility. Is it Elizabeth Warren, Gavin Newsom, Bernie Sanders? Is that who you're seeing possibly 2024 on the Democrat ticket? Uh, yes, yeah, certainly possibly. Uh, you know, with Bernie Sanders, maybe not just, mm. just because of his age, although, you know, who knows? But um, certainly his wing of the party would be, you know, would have a lot of stakes involved in that Democratic primary. Sure. The elephant in the room, of course, is Donald Trump on the other side, the GOP side, if and when he makes the announcement uh, that he's going to run again. What does Ron DeSantis do? This is going to be really interesting. If, If Trump decides to run in 24, what does Ron DeSantis do, Aubrey? What do you think? You know, uh, if you had asked me that a year ago, which some people did, and you might have asked me yeah. a year ago, my answer would have been, no, I don't I don't think he'll run. You know, DeSantis playing close to the vest, but I, I don't think he would dare challenge Trump. But at this point, I think it's at least 50-50 mm. that DeSantis would run even if Trump runs. Um, he, DeSantis has, you know, raised a ton of money. He now is actually eclipsing Trump in some polls among Republicans and, and in some conservative forums. And I think as time goes by and, and those January 6th hearings, on, on the one hand, dismissed by most Republicans on one level. On the other hand, I think they do have the effect of saying, well, you know, maybe Trump's time has passed. He's so controversial. Maybe move on to somebody who ha- is right on all the issues in our view 
but doesn't carry some of that personal baggage like Trump has. And, and that would maybe be disbanded. So I, I say at least 50-50 right now, may, maybe higher. Before I let you go, I have to ask you about Boris Johnson. He resigns as British prime minister early this morning amidst some scandals there. A number of his, uh, his cabinet members had resigned over the last 48 hours. Are you surprised that, that Boris finally relented and resigned today? In some ways, I am, because in today's political culture, it often seems like people just stay unless they're, you know, defeated for election. I said even politicians, elected politicians, no matter what happens, they're reluctant to quit. You know, in eras past, 20 years ago or more, when things were really looking uh, grim for politicians, particularly when a lot of personal scandals were breaking out in their administration, they would take responsibility and they would leave. But nowadays, it seems like people just hang on and they figure, hey, we can just ride anything out. And he and he has ridden this out for quite some time. You know, in fact, he just survived a no confidence vote of his party a, a, a month or two ago. It was close. But in, in the end, he got the majority of his party to say, you know, stay on. But then with this latest uh, scandal and resignation of a top leader and the, the revelations that uh, he knew a lot about, this guy's background in the past and hadn't done anything about it on top of the party gate, establishing all these very uh, strict rules about COVID and then not following them himself and his top page, not mm. following during alcohol fuel parties, you know, this, it all became just too much eventually. And he saw the handwriting on his wall when about 40 or 50 of his own cabinet ministers resigned. Thanks to university of central Florida, political science professor, Aubrey Jewett. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says podcast. Appreciate you being here. Check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.